Well, grab a seat, sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Dean Davis to flip. We uh, are flip. back with all types of shenanigans. This is a heavily white episode of The Flip. Our producer, Ryan Bukovetsky, has picked out these topics. Take <laughs> it on the white guy, huh? Oh. No, listen, I'm not going down for if any I of this. pick race stuff, don't pick race stuff. No, I'm joking. white he, stuff, He does a great stuff. job. Okay. He does a, he does a okay. great he does a great job. I, and listen, I put everything you had in this one. Usually, I'll edit, but I was like, let me put it all down. If we have enough time, we'll get to it. But I knew this think? was a hot week. I knew this was a hot week of flip topics. Yeah, oh, you, yeah. you went grabby. Good about this list. You went grabby. <laughs> <laughs> you went mad grabby. I'm Kenneth Davis, and you know who he is. His name is D. Demonsfro. What's happening, everybody? Hey, make sure you follow us on Twitter and Instagram at D and Davis Show. Once again, it's at D and Davis Show Instagram and. Uh, Twitter, there you go. Uh, Facebook.com forward slash D and Davis Show. Uh, we're all over all platforms uh, iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Music, everything. Just simply go to the uh, Twitter bio, click on a link, and it can take you to everywhere we're at. Uh, we're on iHeartRadio and YouTube where you're watching us right now, okay? Uh, I'm on Twitter and IG at Demons1, D E M O N Z E 1. Ken is on Twitter and IG at That's Davis, executive producer of the D and Davis show. Well, everything. He does everything for us. As as Ken just said, he he went grabby right this for this flip. Grabby. Uh, Ryan, grabby. Uh, Ryan Ryan's on Twitter at Ryan B. Ski and IG Ryan B. Ski 1. Of course, we have Sydney Brown. You can follow Sid on Twitter and IG at SidKid80. And making a return to the flip, our main man, our bro, uh, Anthony Gill, Tony Gill. You can follow him on Twitter and IG, believe, right? At be Tony Gill, Tony? Mm-hmm. Yep. There you go. All right. I don't know if I've ever heard you call me Anthony Gill. Uh, I think when we first met, I was calling you Anthony. Then it just went to Tony. I prefer to call you Anthony, but I don't know. I know the streets call know you as uh, T Fish. That's what <laughs> <laughs> the, streets, the, the streets know you as Tony, so I ain't gonna throw it out there. Oh, you like that? I prefer to call you, but your mama named you. You want to start giving his social security out? <laughs> <laughs> oh, real man, real quick shout out to Tony and his family. They, I saw y'all had did the virtual. Um, Virtual church, uh, the mass uh, around the, was that around the dinner table, Tony? Yeah, yeah, that was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what that's what we've kind of shifted to now that we can't meet in large groups anymore. So all of our services have been on uh, Facebook Live and Zoom conference. So nice, nice. Y'all church page? I mean, your church got a Facebook page. You want to go and shut it out for everybody? All the believers out there listening to the flip, watching the flip. Yeah, Philadelphia Church of God in Christ. Just search, search that on Facebook, and uh, you'll get. Uh, we should be the first one that pops up. Okay, Real quick, you guys are still having services in the church. Uh, we talked about it a little bit on the last flip that basically everybody that works at the church is a family member. Um, how many people are there when you're doing it, and how you got how you got social distancing so everybody kind of learns and knows what they need to do if they're going to do anything like that? Um, I haven't been in a while, so it's. Uh, <laughs> well, thought, you don't have to work on Sundays no more, bro. <laughs> Oh, so 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 this wait, is wait, it, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. So wait, everyone's getting up to go, and you just like rolling back over, like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, my my brother, uh, my dad, and my sister they go. Mm-hmm. Me and my mom, uh, we stay here. Okay, uh, so she can see it on uh, the television and make sure everything's right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but yeah, only about maybe six people. That's what I said. Like, up, it, yeah. Like William was below. Is this, is guy still showing up to play the drums? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it's only it's only about six people. Yeah. That actually ends up in the building, and mm-hmm. uh, they they they're evenly spread out. Mm-hmm. You know. So, but uh, but yeah, man. I mean, at that at this point, I mean, a lot of people they need you know their faith 
yep. and those connections with the people at their various churches mm-hmm. uh, to kind of keep going and keep their spirits high during uh, during this kind of you know unprecedented time. So definitely, um, we still we still want to move forward, and we appreciate it. And it also goes to show that everybody isn't about money grabbing. You guys are providing a service and looking out for people, and you guys provide a service even when people show up. So definitely keep your parents safe, keep everybody safe, Tony. But definitely keep giving the word out there because, as you said, people still need it in these trying times. And actually, we're going to talk a little bit about Hulk Hogan talking about his faith later. And how people need to come to God. We don't need oh, vaccines. Okay. Yeah, we got we got we got one of my villains, but we're we're gonna start off the show with a new villain of riots. <laughs> Ellen DeGeneres has taken down a video in which she made a joke comparing quarantine to jail. On Monday, DeGeneres kicked off a premiere a premiere remote of episodes by remarking on the effects of the coronavirus outbreak have had on society. This is her quote. One thing that I've learned from being in quarantine is that the people, this is uh, like being in jail. It's what it is, she said, according to CBS and the news. It's mostly because I've been wearing the same clothes for 10 days and everyone here is gay. I didn't, know, I didn't read this before. That was actually Whoa. funny. <laughs> <laughs> that was actually funny. <laughs> people are literally, so this is what someone pointed out that was upset with her on social media. People are literally dying in jail from COVID-19 while Ellen is out here making jokes about it. And people went on to kind of get on her about, you know, the fact that she's in a multi-million dollar mansion and people are in, excuse me, six by six jails. And now it's not funny. Uh, She did pull down the post. I have to say a little bit that people are overblowing this. We did come out, uh, Ryan picked up an article about two weeks ago about how mean, or maybe last week, how mean Ellen, no, I think it was two weeks ago, but then we still did another Ellen one last week. This is the third week of Ellen DeGeneres being on this show. <laughs> I don't think it's been three. It is. It's been three. We had, we had one last week. I promise you, it was two weeks ago, but we had an Ellen one last week. But still, I will, I will cape for her and say, I don't think this was the worst, and she was joking. And, of course, we still know, I mean, I have a brother that's in jail. And I haven't. I don't even know what's going on. I actually been really thinking about it a lot lately. Uh, but uh, still, she's just joking. I don't think it, it's it's that as serious as people are making it out to be. D. Yeah. No. I I understand. I understand. She's a comedian, and she's trying to say something funny. Trying to do something funny. Uh, as you just said, Tony, uh, his family is doing uh, have still having service for people who definitely need. Help. Also, at the same time, well, here go Kim blowing his nose. Look at him. Can't meet your mic, can Wash your hands. This is it's every it's every day. It's every week. Every week. <laughs> oh my, I pulled it down. Never heard I pulled it down. Wait. This is what I do this time. I didn't I didn't do it on mic. We heard it all it come out. Yeah. It, it was on mic. So yeah. awesome. <laughs> it's just not. It's not COVID. It's not COVID snot. It's regular snot. Relax. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Wait a minute. I'm, I'm talking about how Tony's family is still giving the word out and all that. So, that's, but, why you social, that's why you social distance. That's true. Uh, but no, I mean, uh, but at the same time also, too, you want to try to have some fun, right? You see here, Lori Lightfoot, uh, people making the memes about her. She even put the win out, uh, one out. Uh, that Tony, I think, let us know about this one. At least I, I'm the first person. I mean, Tony's the first person I saw post this. Talking about uh, your, weak, your jump shot is still going to be weak. Stay your ass in the house. So <laughs> you still want to have some fun. But at the same time, if you're in jail, and we talked about this, I believe last week I brought it up, uh, talking about uh, a lot of people are upset that a lot of jails or correctional facilities are letting people go who are either non-violent offenders or are very, very sick, but then at the same time, so people upset the simple fact they get let go, but if you leave them inside the jail, it's, it's, a, it's a, the mechanism of the percentage of them spreading to each other is like crazy, crazy high. 
So it is a sensitive topic because men and women are dying in jails because of the COVID-19 instance, but at the same time, we can. She's a comedian. You got to understand where she's coming from. She's trying, to, she's trying to say something funny. Yeah. But, you know, sometimes everything doesn't land, but, you know, it is what it is. I kind of brought this up, though, as a larger conversation. Because we just kind of keep seeing this over and over from celebrities complaining or joking about, uh, you know, being stuck in quarantine. Mm. Is it? And a lot of people seem to have a harsh reaction to it in general. Whenever that happens, social media comes out hard. Is that justified? That's hate. That's hate right there. That's hate. That's mean, dude, if I had a mansion, if I had a mansion right now, I would have a lot of things to do but I would get tired of doing them. And I still would want to get out of the house. Like I have no, no problem with spending some time that's out of the house. I actually enjoy it, but being, trying to be responsible. Let me leave with that. Trying to be responsible, only going out for the, for the most part when I need to, I have not been outside in a week. You know what I'm saying? Like D when's the last time you've been outside? Like I, house. I, I just came back from getting uh, the car oil changed. So I just came from outside. Yeah, because y- y'all really going to be driving that motherfucker around. Sydney, I mean, you got to work. I, I, it, was, it was due. I had an oil change due. <laughs> yeah. You're not even driving a damn thing. You don't need the oil change. <laughs> All right. Uh, Ryan, when's the last time you've been out? Uh, we did a grocery run on Monday. Okay. So Tony, when's the last time you've been out? Uh, last night, I went to Chick-fil-A drive-thru. <laughs> When's the last time before that, Tony? Such a Tony uh, answer. Uh, Where'd you get drive-through food the day before? <laughs> no, uh, it was uh, it was Wendy's. What no, day was I was it? gonna say oh. Wendy's. <laughs> so outside of the church, you affecting all these other motherfuckers, huh? <laughs> Gotta get my cream sandwich. Listen, I will say this: we have said, "Damn, we wish it was a chicken fillet." A chick fillet around here right now, buddy. It's a damn shame. Wait a minute. Oh, yeah. You probably it's go a, all the way on 95th. Come on. There's no traffic. It's an easy fly up. Ain't nobody driving that far for that chicken. It's good. It ain't that damn good. Wait a minute. Sid, when the last time you been out? He said it works. Oh. That's well, why I didn't ask him. But... I, I said it Sid was out yesterday, dude. <laughs> well, <laughs> D, Monday through Friday. <laughs> what the hell is going on here? Sid, when the last time you been out? He has to work. Right. Outside of work, guys, did a little small grocery run yesterday. All right. And then two different. Days before, two days before, I did go out for a nice walk for about 45 minutes before I went back in the house. All right. Okay. I'm going that to take a walk. Sid. What type of walk was it? Would you you were by yourself in this walk, correct? Yeah. Full full stalker mode or halfway stalker mode? All right, that's enough. That's enough out of you, young man. (laughs) (laughs) I'm joking. I'm joking. He's not that type of. I got a question real quick for y'all, real quick. And this is off. This something I want to open up with, but then we have something more important to talk about, Tony and Church. Real quick, how much of this NBA 2K thing have you guys watched on ESPN over the last couple weeks? Zero. Zero. I've, all right, I've seen parts of I have of been it. looking on it afterwards on social media, like the clips and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, I've seen that, yeah. I've seen parts of about this. I saw it right now. I saw some. I saw Devin Booker against, oh, Ru, against Rui Achimura. Now it's Derrick Jones Jr. against Montrez Hero on ESPN. Only ones that want to bring this up. I don't play 2K like that anymore. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure these guys are really busy, but I feel like if I had about a week, and I got the new 2K, I still haven't opened it up and played it. 
If I have a week, I feel like I can bust most of the players in the NBA's ass watching well, them play. You see this that? Dude, they ain't got nothing else to do besides play basketball and play video games. They're not running, dude. They're basically not even running players on this damn thing right here, man. You, you watch it. It's like a dude dives. He may throw it to a, a post player right at the elbow. He going to try to back it all the way. It's like, rush them. It's, they got all these skilled players on here. It's like, you know the plays. You play them. Run some damn plays. That's you're all. Right here, you're right here running. You're running plays on 2K. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Like, as soon as I get used to running the play, especially because the only person I'll play is Kenton, and Kenton's going to try to force shots. He doesn't try to look for the open man. Dude, I'm swinging the ball around all day long on that bad boy. Like, come on now. All right. All right. That's my Quick quick thing. Uh Uh, How interested are you guys in a poker tournament that's being played today by a bunch of celebrities like Matt Damon, Ben Affleck, Tom Brady, Adam Sandler, Sarah Hmm. Silverman, Amongst quite a few, like Brian Cranston's also there, John Hamm, Toby Maguire, Adam Levine. Any of you guys would be interested in watching that? I don't think even... the shtick is it's for Feed America, and if you oh. donate, you can actually interact with them. You would, you would, you would sneak that into the end of it real quick, wouldn't you? <laughs> but is it, hey, is isn't the whole thing about poker is like secrecy and not knowing cards, but everybody would know each other's cards? No. Well, it's all from virtual at home, so you can't see their cards. Yes. You can see their, their faces. But if, but, if, but if you're donating to a specific person and you can interact with them, does that mean, like, all right, I get to see this person's cards? No. Why would Tony, they get to see I don't, cards? Yeah, I don't think that's part of it. But Wait, but I don't think Tony, it's a specific person. I think if you donate, you can interact with any of them. Okay, so you so I'm, Tony, are you saying like, hey, I want to I want to donate or interact with Matt Damon? So in order for me to donate, I need to see what Matt yeah, Damon he has. Wants to, he wants to see. <laughs> but, but, but I'm saying I got two fifty. They're not playing but, with actual cards. Don't, I don't think. Uh, but yeah, that's that's my point. If they they aren't playing with the actual cards. They're virtual cards. Mm. Like I don't. There's the technology out there where. Yeah. And you're trying to broadcast it too, like yeah, you can probably do it. Yeah, think about those games that people play poker on their phones. All you're doing is taking one of those games and you play against real people, and you can see your cards and you don't see the, their cards, so either they have to fold or any up. They're just probably going to use one of those games and just broad. They're going to do the same thing that they're doing with NBA 2K, probably. I would say this much: I, I, I used to play NBA 2K a lot back in the day, but I like poker, and I kind of grew up in a house with a. My grandmother was basically a, is still a poker shark. She's a car shark. So I like I like playing poker. Uh, so this will probably entertain me. I like watching poker. So yeah, pass. When when we're not locked in the house, I don't watch celebrities play poker. So I'm not gonna watch it. Too. Actually, I did a little bit when it became hot, like mm-hmm. 15 years ago. I would I would watch a little bit of it, but as a whole, like I'm I'm good. Those people don't interest me playing poker enough to, to do that. To me, all these things—the poker, the 2K. If there's not a good enough banter between all the participants, mm. that's what makes it boring. Like, good they got to be talking. If they're yeah. smack talking and doing this stuff, then it's actually pretty dang entertaining. Is, yeah. Kevin, is Kevin Hart doing it? Because he's a pretty good poker player, too. You know, he No, does. I don't think he is doing it. He's a you really know, I was talking player. to uh, my old roommate who was black. And he was like, oh, I told him the list. Oh, you whore, you be black. You whore, you. You guys are, you guys think you're my first blacks. <laughs> I told him the list of these poker players. He's like, where's all the black people at? <laughs> right. He's like, dying of COVID. 
Well, I said Tom Brady's there, so you know it's got to be white. Ooh, I like that one. I like that one. But no, I don't need it. All right, back to this. Back to the show, the rundown. At Next Door, a community-oriented, sustainable restaurant chain owned by billionaire Kim Ball Musk, workers were told that they were part of a family. Not a family as wealthy as Musk, the self-proclaimed philanthropist and restaurateur, known for a signature cowboy hat and his younger brother, a multi-billionaire Tesla CEO, Elon Musk. But workers at Next Door did have, uh, did have something called the Family Fund, a pool of money they contributed to, out of their paychecks. The fund was supposed to be there for them in time of crisis. Then a crisis hit, and the Family Fund wasn't there for them at all. Next Door and Kimball Musk touted themselves as all about empowering community, taking care of people, and wanting to invest in people, said former manager who has been putting in $2.50 a check in the fund. That's part of the shock is that it was all a hoax. As the, restaurant tour, as the restaurant chain grappled with the business impact of the coronavirus, Nextdoor told employees on March 16th that if they would temporarily shut down operations for two weeks, managers would have to take pay cuts, and they, were, uh, and they were told that hourly workers would get no pay at all, though they were told they would have access to paid sick uh, time. But that never got it. That never happened. Many applied for the grants from the family fund, and according to several people, what happened next was pretty shady. Five days after temporary shutdown, management told workers that the family fund was changing in an effort to better help our employees. We're in the process of reviving our fantasy uh, program, and all you have to basically do is go and reapply. But employees never got the link to reapply. Just two days later, on March 23rd, about 100 of them were officially out of a job as must close for restaurant chains in 11 locations. Damn. He a, billion, he a billionaire. Billionaire stealing money from... <laughs> Like, nah, these numbers don't look right. Get out of here. Shorty could have just took, he could have took one million and basically been like, okay, y'all gonna keep y'all jobs for the next few months until we come back in. And he was like, nah, son, the numbers don't add up. Dude, it's amazing how um, you see a lot of companies, especially run by billionaires, and you know, even in they, they pay his pocket. They, they own a black car. They got the money to keep these people working while, mm -hmm. while mm -hmm. all this is going on within the country. Basically, this quarantine is happening. The lockdowns happen across the country in so many states, right? Mm -hmm. They have the money to keep these people on the payroll. With, with uh, health care, too. They have the money. But they'd rather push them off, put them onto the government, push them onto the uh, uh, unemployment rolls, instead of just going ahead and just saying, here, yeah, I got y'all. This is the shit that's going on and why so many people are upset about what's happening. A lot of things could have been avoided. And at the same time, uh, people are getting kicked off. They're, um, they're uh, being, being either furloughed or let go overall. Now, like down in Florida, the, the last governor I read, Rick Scott, I believe he was the last governor, he set it up where basically people couldn't really even get unemployment. So now throughout the entire state, all they had was like $70, billion, $70 million or something like that to give out for unemployment. It's like, dude, all these people down here, like millions of people trying to find, for, trying to find a job, and all you have is $70 million to pass out for unemployment. What kind of shit is this? What, what, what the hell is going on? So from billionaires to even politicians, man, this is the shit that really drives me crazy. That's straight up greed. Straight up greed. Nobody is, was really prepared. I mean, who was prepared for this? You know, so nobody's thinking like, yeah, we got this emergency fund just in case something happened. But you're has. a billionaire. You know who's prepared? The billionaire. Yeah, yeah to protect themselves. <laughs> to protect themselves. True. That's true. That's true. That's true. But they can still, you can't, they can still keep everybody on the payroll. They can still do it. They won't miss I mean, that the, money. I mean, but you, got, you also got to think like, all right, along with them being 
you're basically making saying that these people are responsible for these other people in a kind of apocalyptic <clears throat> type of time we're kind of living in right now. Um, and is that fair? Is that mm. just because they have a lot of money? Is that fair that they have also have to be responsible for uh, other people that they don't know? You can say they've already done enough by providing know jobs, <laughs> by providing jobs, but also when you know they can't really afford to keep them uh, around. Really, they can't I mean, afford it, Tony. No, 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 no. What, I'm, what I'm saying is, I'm, I'm saying from their point of view. Yeah. Say, look. I've come up and I've worked hard to get to where I am today to live how I, you know, am living today. Right. But also putting on me that I have to be responsible for everybody else too is like. Eh. All right, real quick. One, his companies live off of the infrastructure that our taxpayers pay for. All right. So remember that it's not just all in goes his way. One, when, when the thing that we always ask and most of the politicians that we were likely both for want the rich to put in a little bit more because they take a lot out of it. Pay your fair share. Yeah. Pay. So uh, I'm not asking him to help the people that don't work for him. But and also, let me say this. If he, I would still uh, condemn him. But if he was one of those owners that you knew really didn't care about you. It wouldn't bother me as much because I knew what I was getting. But when you got the community fund and talking about weird family, yeah. don't listen, don't lie to me, dude. Like, it, we better off just being, I'm your worker and you're the employer than you try to make it seem like it's something more than that. And when shit hits the fan, you remind me that, nah, family, it ain't nothing like that. I'm just talking about those 400 and so employees. He can put something to the side and make sure that they can. Look, he doesn't have to pay them their full paycheck. He can get them 60% of that joint and I still be like, hey, it's better than nothing out here. But to be like, yo, it's all over and you're a, bi you're a billionaire. Now, small companies, I definitely understand that's why small companies. That's a mm -hmm. difference. And even though you see, those, I saw some, um, I saw this bike, this, this bike shop in Washington, D.C. And dude was talking about he's how he's trying to go through the government stimulus package so that he can get enough money to pay off his employees so they, he doesn't have to fire them and he can retain them. I'm, at least make those efforts if you are a small company. But if you're a rich, rich, like, dog, I'm a, right now, if I'm, if, I'm a, if I'm a few billion up and I have like a thousand people working under me, I can take care of this for about six months. Then again, I understand there's a reason why, we, why rich people are rich. All right. And that's not by just giving your money away per se, but unless, until you die and you want stuff to be named after you. But I, I'm just still saying to the point, you, you don't give off this facade. And then when things really happen, you really show your true colors. I want to say just one thing to that too, Tony. Like I kind of disagree with your categorizing of this as being apocalyptic. It is in a way, but I would still say it's still a crisis. And we're asking everybody to play a role, whether it's social distancing or, you know, working as a healthcare worker, whatever it is, we're asking people to still do a part. Not have and church these, services. Right. And these, you know, billionaires cutting people off, they're basically saying we're shirking away any responsibility. Like they have to come together with us. And for them, they got more resources to keep people afloat and help them out during this thing. Because when you just say, hey, you're cut off and you're done, I mean, you're just letting people alone to suffer by themselves. And I mean, that's you, not the point of this thing. I mean, you don't think that is a bit idealistic? Like, the ex expecting the... If you've grown to get that much money, a billionaire, a millionaire, you're probably one of the shadiest, one of the most greediest, <laughs> yeah. one, of most, you ain't lying about the, that. one of the worst type of human beings ever. And we're expecting them to help people? 
Mm, like, good one. like, I mean, it, of course I would like them to. Of course I want them to pitch in and do what they have to do to help uh, uh, other people in this trying time. But to expect them to go outside of their personalities to do something that does not benefit them, in, in, in what, it gives them a couple PR points? You know, does that PR point, can they cash in those PR points later down the road? Like, hey, remember when I helped out? Give me, you know, a couple hundred years of tax breaks for my family or something. Like, if it doesn't benefit, I don't expect them to to go above and beyond. That's all, that's all I'm saying. Yeah. So, Tony, don't yeah. you think that that's the same thing, like asking people to stay in their houses, asking people not to go into work, asking people to do some of these things? Like, we're asking everybody to put on a certain burden to stop this thing from going on. It's not just- That, okay, that burden is more, I mean, you, I mean, we can measure burdens, but you, they can make a case like, hey, that's, you're asking more of me than to just stay in my house. And again, isn't that come back to the point of when we're going with taxes, when we're going, like you have a lot of privilege to expect to give back more, that's gonna be just human nature. Yeah, it comes down to two things quickly when it comes to money people get funny like ken said people show their true colors and number two like we talked about with the with the church goers and the preachers last week trying to um form uh, church services with 10 or more people uh there's nothing wrong with being selfish but when we all are asked to be uh socially responsible during these tough times and this is uh being this is another example of being selfish and going in the wrong direction not really helping your fellow man out especially when you have billions and billions of dollars uh, uh, in your pocket. You, you have enough to, like you said, keep your uh, employees, uh, your workers afloat during these tough times. My only thing is, just to wrap this up, my only thing is, I wouldn't, it wouldn't shock me if this company uh, that Musk's little brother owns, then older person, brother, older brother, I'm sorry, older brother owns, and then he'll turn around and ask the government, hey, I need a business loan. Mm -hmm. So you just kicked all these people, you just fired all these people, and then you're going to turn around and go to the government and be like, hey, I need some money. That money, he, that money ain't going to no workers. That money's going to their pockets. They just got rid of the oversight watcher. And what's, what was the biggest thing that a lot of people was worried about? These, these, uh, this bailout, if you want to say, this money's going to these big companies. All they're going to do is either buy up more shares of their company or pocket the money. And that's what it seemed like it's going to happen. Okay. So he, I believe he's the one that owns the solar array. Because one of them, one who does the rockets, Elon does the rockets. That's Elon. And, yeah. yeah, and that's why he was trying to like kind of combine both of them with using alternative energy. So, I mean, he's, if he owns, like, he's a big in solar energy, he gets government subsidies up the wall. Already. Already. Like, so come on. All right. Hulk Hogan is wrestling with religion. Yours. In a preaching Instagram post Monday, the pro wrestling great urged his Instagram followers to leg drop their wicked ways and turn to God for healing in the coronavirus pandemic. Quote, maybe we don't need a vaccine. Oh, you got to do the Hulk Hogan voice. Mm, me, Gene. Maybe we don't need a vaccine. Maybe we need to take some time, brother, to the isolation from the distraction of the world and have a personal revival where we focus on only the things in the world that really matter to Jesus. With these pythons, we shall crush. <laughs> the host has suggested people were wrongly worshiping athletes, actors, and musicians, and that the Almighty shut down stadiums and theaters in response. The, t the pandemic has gutted the sports and entertainment calendar while social distancing has taken over to quell the spread of the virus. In imaging what God would say, Hogan wrote, you don't want to go to church and worship me? I will make it where you can't go to church. Damn, Hulkster. 
All right. You know, in 2018, uh, the Hulk Hogan was reinstated to the Hall of Fame after he made numerous apologies for his racist rants on Connell Tape. And a movie about his early days, The Rise of Hulkamania, is in the works right now. Oh, interesting. Well, uh, am I shocked that he's saying this? Probably not. Because over the past couple of years, a lot of things that Hulk Hogan has said has come to light and it completely crushed Ken's uh, childhood uh, spirit. Uh, but um, but no, no. I mean, Ra- racism I- is racism. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think a lot of people now have a. I think a lot of people now have a different uh, view on Hulk Hogan, especially a lot of people of color, especially black people. Uh, so I just. I mean, listen, it's not wrong with turning to your faith if you have faith in whoever you may believe in to say, like, hey, I'm, I'm praying for people to get through this. There's nothing wrong with that. It's just sometimes the, the messenger is kind of like, hmm, need to look at you a little bit sideways. Yeah, and why, why are you giving the message? Sometimes, and I hate to say it, it depends on where a person at in their life and mortality when they decide to finally come to the Lord. You notice people that are atheists, when they get to be around 60-something, all of a sudden they love them some Jesus when that darkness is approaching from the backside. <laughs> yeah, but he's father, please. No, no, I know you can yeah, say he believed in God, Jesus. He, there's still people that say they believe in Jesus, don't believe in Their actions speak louder than words. Right. And also, if you paid attention, if you remember that uh, that reality TV show with his family, and just looking at Hulk Hogan back then, I mean, my man was basically pipping off his daughter to Scott Stewart. So, bump Hulk Hogan and anything have to do with Hulk Hogan. <laughs> I won't I watch forget, the movie. Wait a minute, I forgot he, she was dating Scott Stewart. She was she was one of his art, or he was working as as an artist, but still, I wouldn't bring my 18-year-old daughter around Super Coke. That was Super Coke Coke Scott Storch. Not today's Scott Storch. We know he's reformed himself, yeah, but yeah. Scott Storch used to keep a lot of yayo back in those days. Like, they used to come to Columbia and they had two boats and they just left one at Scott Storch's house and they took the other one to the rest of America. <laughs> yeah, but uh, well, Hulk Hogan, he's something else. Go ahead. Uh, I mean, <laughs> it is. The social social distancing and the stay at home and people are having going live all the time. People are really expressing themselves, I guess, mm-hmm. in, in ways we've never seen uh, before. Um, but again, I mean, kind of like what Ken said, it's like I mean, your, your actions have to kind of speak for you. You can say a lot of good things, but uh, your actions and, and what you do on that on that platform, you know, speaks loud. Again, I don't I don't know his life. I mean, he could have turned his life around or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm not going to speak to that to that part. But uh, it's it's just funny and crazy that you know the the Hulk Hogan, the guy that at, at end of a you know after the end of a video, you know, starts spewing out you know racism. This is after he banged uh, his best friend's wife. Yeah, is is going on this rant. So uh, it it was it's funny. Uh, real quick with the WWE, uh, y'all see the XFL is uh, wrapped up. They basically yeah. closed, mm-hmm. checked, uh, fired everybody, and um, it's all operations. Yeah, let's go do that anyway. Yeah, this is using this uh, pandemic <laughs> as a reason why to fold up operations. That's all it's, this is. It's called a Wednesday when it comes to the XFL. It was coming. It may not have been, may have been this been Wednesday. Hard. It may have been next year's Wednesday, but it was going to happen on the Wednesday. You don't think it was going to have another season? They was going to have maybe three. I mean, it's just – I'm happy this time they were trying to be more sustainable and funnel players in instead of trying to rival – NFL, yeah. but uh, it only takes so long before some of that that newfangled wears off, and you don't really care about it. Stick with wrestling real quick before we get out of here. We got a few minutes yeah. before we come back. Rather, 
uh, Ronda Rousey is walking away from the WWE. Is that important? How good was she as a wrestler? Oh man, you know what? She was. Uh, she, she said she uh, may come back, but it'll be at. But she only be a, a part, part time, time player. Part time. Yeah. yeah, and that's usually what uh, people come back. You know, most of the superstars come back if they have like a really big name. So you see a John Cena, you might see a Rock every once in a while, a Goldberg or whatever like that. And I think she kind of falls in that category as well. Uh, but the biggest thing with her, and I don't know if this is kind of like in wrestling terms, a shoot or a work. A shoot me and it's it's, it's it's true or work is she's kind of like working the working the audience and working the crowd to kind of get the heat on her people upset she basically came out and said like the wwe fans or wrestling fans in general are ungrateful so she's mm -hmm. like why do i why do i want to deal with these like ungrateful ass fans i don't want to do that in my life you know she's kind of like i think she was talking about an interview that i saw well we a portions of it how she's kind of like downsizing her life and like we don't need the money we fine so why do I have to go do that 24-7? Not 20, well, why do I have to do that full time when mm -hmm. you got these ungrateful ass fans? I was like, damn. So I don't know how she's working it, but what was they supposed to do? Kiss her butt? Well, well she's she, playing a villain for the most part, not right? Ne she, not necessarily. She kind of came in as a as a baby face, as a good person, a, a good guy, a good woman, if you want to say. Uh, but a lot, I think a lot of wrestling fans, they're they're very weird. So it, it was like they hop on your bandwagon, they ride behind you like tough or it's kind of like nah we'll fuck with you you're not really a wrestler you need uh -huh. to get up out of here so she had a kind of a very mixed mixed response from the fans and for her to come in i will say this though to her to her to, to give her props she came in she didn't go through like the developmental part of it she came right in on main tv picked up the craft pretty quickly because she's already a, a well-trained MMA fighter, yeah. She's got to figure out how to sell it, how to, like, the act the part of it. You know what I'm saying? She picked it up very well to her to her credit. But like she said, I, she just got a lot of bad, you know what I'm saying, like a lot of people booing her in a sense. So she's probably like, man, fuck this. I don't need this. this is fake yeah, she fake. said. You know? She said that. Fuck the yeah. fans. Yeah, basically. <laughs> That's basically. Not, a good, uh, so, not a good but, look. But I will say... Vince McMahon, he throws money down for people that he really wants, and they take that money. She probably made a lot of fucking money her short time there. If she could just come do by a part, what's a lot of money? So for us who don't follow oh, wrestling, millions, millions. How much, like roughly, how much money will a contract like somebody like her have oh, over oh, a year? How much did Grunt get? Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know what Grunt's contract is, but I know he's now kind of like uh, he has a title there. Uh, but I'm sure, let's say, if I heard her come over there to do it full time, and she was probably doing house shows as well, let's say she made probably about two, three million dollars. Okay. So if she come back part time and it's just kind of like spot things, big main events or big uh, pay per views, they get a piece of the buy rate. They get all that kind of percentage, kind of, kind of uh, level it out between the superstars, whatever like that. So I don't know if she'll make that much, but if she could still go, let's say if you still come in, you can do part time and you work. Uh, half the time you make a million dollars, that's still a pretty good gig. Mm -hmm. D and Davis, the flip, we are in full force. And actually, I wanted to kind of give some numbers real quick. We was last talking about Ronda Rousey in a contract. And I said that she'd probably make about two, she probably made about two, three million. She made 1.5. So if she comes back and you say she does part time, then I guess she'd probably make between, let's just say, 500,000, maybe a million. That would be my guess. Uh, but it was just kind of crazy just kind of looking at some of the numbers and how much uh, wrestlers actually make. Like, uh, real quick, Brock Lesnar makes $12 million a year, and he's a part-timer. But that's because of what he did for the wrestling and UFC. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, he's a Because you got to entice. You got to entice. He can, yeah. but he always has leverage to say, you know, I can go over here. That's actually exactly. that's why I he don't think fight. he doesn't fight anymore. Because last time he got, I think he he's, he's got a mega suspension coming. But actually, also, I think it's because that's why wrestling fans don't like Ronda Rousey is because of 
wrestlers fluctuating back and forth. Yeah, possibly, yeah. Like John Cena. Oh, uh, she ain't going back. Well, yeah, she said she'd go back as a part-timer, but well, I don't know. So John Cena. No, to UFC. Oh, no, 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 no. She ain't going back to UFC, no. Not, not at all. She way done. Yeah. John Cena make 8.5. Roman Reigns is 5.5 million. Randy Orton, 4.5. And uh, I believe a lot of women did give uh, Ronda Rousey some heat because she came in not ever doing it, but she has a name in the draw. She's making 1.5. The next one is Charlotte Flair, Ric Flair's daughter. She makes $550,000. So yeah, I don't think doing part time, bro. She's gonna get a million dollars. When you, I say, I say between five hundred thousand, I think it's closer to three hundred thousand to five hundred thousand. Because if it's part time, she's been doing this for what at least two years now. She did it for about. She was on the roster for like a year and a half, something like year that. and a half. So you're saying she made in a year and a half one point two, one point five. One point five. Yeah. So yeah, I don't. Now, I, don't know if, I, I don't know if this is annually or over the contract. It just says base yeah. salary. So uh, yeah, probably over the contract then. Whatever, whatever she had. But remember, she has a big name. So I don't know. They don't like it though. You just told us that. Yeah. Yeah. No. She, she has Does she very, have uh, incentives for fake wins? For fake wins. <laughs> <laughs> Man, it's all, you know what? You know, it's all about merchandising. It's all about merchandising. So you had that base salary, but then you move them a lot of t-shirts. You know, saying T-shirts, gear, toys, you get a percentage of all that. So she probably make a nice little chuck of chains on that, too. All right. Okay. Ezra Miller appears to have choked a woman at a bar and reg him to check. The, the actor? <laughs> Flash, Iceland, in a video that surfaced online uh, Sunday night. Despite confusion online, whether the video was a joke, with memes already emerging on Twitter where Miller's name has been trending, a source established that he had, uh, I believe this, the name of this place was established by Priyoke Kafash. I can't, I'm not even going to try. Has confirmed that to Variety that this was a serious altercation at this bar and that the man who was identified as Miller was escorted off the premises. Uh, the seven-second wow. video shows a man saying, oh, you want to fight? That's what you want to do to a woman who appears to be joking, who, no. appears, who appears to be jokingly preparing herself for a fight <laughs> and is smiling. Miller then grabs the girl by her throat and throws her to the ground. At this point, the person filming says, whoa, bro, bro, and stops shooting the footage ending abruptly. Dang. Variety has confirmed the incident took place at 6 p.m. Uh, on April 1st at, again, this Preco, that's the name of the place, the Trinity Bar in Central. I think this is Reykjavik. I think that's the closest pronunciation for it. Uh, the Miller frequents this place in, in this town when he's there often. According to a source at the bar, the altercation took place after an individual identified as Miller was confronted by a group of eager fans who went uh, quite pushy. Uh, things then escalated with Miller losing his temper at one woman in particular. The staff, as we already heard, escorted him off the property. So Flash, Flash, in the words of Wayne Brady, asked, does Flash have to choke a motherfucker? Does Barry Allen have to choke a bitch? <laughs> Oh, uh, he won't be Barry Allen. I probably won't be Barry Allen that much longer. We come out the this shit and never make it out of motherfucking the Netherlands. <laughs> this, this is this is during social distancing. Yes, this happened Sunday. Social distancing happened in the Netherlands. <laughs> happened Sunday. Listen, okay, great point you just made, Tony. And again, I don't know if this is going to cost him his career, especially if we don't see this video. If we don't see this video, it's not going to cost him his career. But let's just say it does. And we don't know in the Netherlands how they're going about social, uh, as far as social distance. I think I was reading somebody the other day who hasn't, one of those Dutch countries up there, I don't know if it was, it wasn't Norway, it was Sweden. I believe Sweden 
has not, they have not done social distancing. Well, they say they practice them, but they haven't shut down anything. And their numbers are like higher than Norway and any other place around them by like two or two, by at least double or whatever, right? Dang. It's still not like over here though, but for, for what their standard is over there, it's higher. And people are, yeah, people are like, sweetheart, what are you doing? But to think that, let's just say still, that if social distancing is in place, and he's out at a bar and may have crossed himself his career. It's that's compounding your fuck up. Beyond pound compounding him. What are you doing? Why are you just even, leave? Just leave. I was watching something. You know, I've been you know I've been binge watching since we've been at home. Hot ones. The uh, YouTube show where everybody eating the wings or whatever like that because they have interviews with people, right? So oh, Shaq, by the way, that so, hot ones. Mm-hmm. JT came out with one. I heard it's extremely boring. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I knew I knew it was coming. So, ah, so I saw a little bit of that one. It was a little bit boring. It was. It was. <laughs> well, uh, when you're a robot, that sucks. It's hard to be entertaining. <laughs> oh. <laughs> These wings are hot. These wings are hot. Bro. Bro, <laughs> bro this is hot. So, uh, Shaq, Shaq just, uh, Shaquille O'Neal is pretty good. Um, Paul Rubb is pretty good. Uh, they are usually it? all pretty good, except yeah. for JT, apparently. But how, what does this have to do with Ezra no, Miller? No, no. So this, no. I was going to bring up. I watched the one with um, what's the kid from uh, High School Musical? Uh, Zach Efron. Zach Efron. Yes. Oh, you guys jumped in on that one. Yeah. So I, I kind of, I kind of knew, but I, I wasn't going to say that one, brother. That, 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 don't you shame producers? Don't no you respect, shame producers for being no respect in the streets. No respect in the streets. <laughs> Wait, but so he said he went to a Lakers basketball game and he sat next to. Um, Leonardo DiCaprio. No, no, Leonardo DiCaprio. And he said, Leo was even like, dude, this is a lot of damn people, man. Like, what the hell is going on? We talking about, like, fans and talk about, like, the media and paparazzi, whatever like that. So, basically, he was just saying, like, man, listen, you just got to walk away. You just got to leave. You can't interact with them because that's what they want. You just got to go. So, Ezra Miller, no, he's not on the same level as him, but he has to be able to – he has to understand, like, dude, if a lot of people are gathering around you, and obviously they know who you are, especially being Flash and the DC movies – if you're not comfortable what's happening, just leave. Walk mm-hmm. away. Get in the car. Be like a flash. Get the fuck out of there. I don't know. But don't <laughs> don't go around choke slamming chicks. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's a oh, you want to fight? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Let me premeditate this choke slam on you. Yeah. What's going on? Dean uh, Davis do not condone any violence towards any people, and particularly women. Absolutely not. the least. But we Ezra, Miller, Ezra Miller does. <laughs> so first of all, yeah, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. As you always say, Dean, at the end of every show, please keep your hands to yourself. <laughs> keep your hands to yourself. Don't go like, exactly. oh, you want to fight, lady? <laughs> no, don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. She, she was playing like, yeah, let's fight. He was like, oh, I'm going to show you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what if he start doing like the flash vibrate on her throat? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm taking it too far. Yeah. Would you, okay, Tony, what'd you have to say? Oh, uh, no, 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 no. I mean, you said, uh, I mean, what if, what if it's Yaya Mayweather coming at you? Ooh. Now she killed, who did she kill? She didn't kill anybody. Oh, I thought she did. Yeah, what the hell? She stabbed the girl that was at Young in MAB's house. She get like, name, but okay. I, I will give it no. I will give that lump headed dude no respect whatsoever. <laughs> no, dude, and she get like young boy of- NBA. Young boy NBA is dating Floyd Mayweather's daughter. NBA young boy. No, we're not giving it the proper respect. <laughs> what are you doing? 
What's the story? I thought she so killed listen, somebody. Go ahead. This is, when I first seen it coming out, I'm like, what? So when I first see it, people were talking about where he disrespects Floyd Mayweather on like Instagram Live and was like, her bitch ass father. He like, then my house. I didn't even know he was talking to Kodak Black. He keeps talking about somebody in jail talking about him. I'm like, who is this dude in jail, right? I found that out the next day, right? Because I'm, I'm not digging too deep into this childish slander. But his little high ass is walking around the house half naked. And goes in there and sits at the bed. Now, D, imagine this. I'm sitting at the bed. She right here. He, he sits down at the bed. He like, hey, hey, you know, they sit here talking about this, talking about my wife, my wife, <laughs> oh, bitch ass daddy. <laughs> right? Hold on while I blow my nose. <laughs> Wait a, minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. So the story is saying that she's going to face up to 99 years in prison for allegedly stabbing a young boy, never broke again home. No, she stabbed the girl that he was messing with in the house. She okay. got, came to the house. He had another girl there. They, some of the stories make it seem like he set some of this shit up. Or like, it's just, Stewart has always been a very confusing artist to me. Like, he's like yeah, the... Okay. It, yeah, it's like, it's, it's one of those things like now where some artists are just artists because of they messed up and they hear like there's nothing, no quality here to where there's something in the music that you can kind of get or you feel like, yeah, this is some growth in that. He's just, he's, I hate to say it, even though he's a rapper, he's just a celebrity for, for yeah. being a celebrity. Basically. Here's a, here's a mug shot right there. One, Floyd's one, daughter. One, uh, 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 lace. So you better watch your mouth talking about Floyd's daughter sitting before he punches you in the face. <laughs> her, her lace front is, 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 is getting really bad right there. You can see it peeling off at the top of it. But also, too, I saw 99 years. I'm like, damn, she must have killed somebody. Jeez, yeah. that boy, he ain't gonna let his daughter go to jail ever. Even yeah. if they don't get along, even if they don't get along, he ain't gonna let his daughter go to jail ever. Floyd got enough money to take care of that. Okay. Mm-hmm. And Floyd just had that post about two days ago talking about since Roger died, his uncle, that and he was practicing with Roger's son saying that he wants to kind of be a trainer yeah. or even a mentee. He wants with to be people. the greatest trainer. He wants yeah. to help. Listen, people sleep on Roger Mayweather, man. Roger Mayweather. Yeah. He was great. He was a bad man when it came I mean, boxing in general as a fighter himself. But when it came to training, after Floyd and his father didn't do, he took Floyd to, a, I would say, another level in a way as the Floyd and his father couldn't get along for a period of time since Floyd's father was the person that got him into boxing, being another former fighter himself. You got right. Corona? Who got that Rona? So. His uncle? I don't think so. No, he had, um, I think it was either diabetes. It was, it was a pre-consisting uh, condition that he had for some years now that he was fighting. Um, I don't know if it was sitting with his kidneys or if it was, but it was something with the organ. I believe he had an issue with. But I don't. Go ahead. You know what I'm thinking about? Like how many deaths have been attributed to uh, Rona? That's not Rona. Yeah. yeah. Somebody sent me an article today. This doctor, and it had to be somewhere west of the Mississippi because whatever television station it was, it was K something. And uh, one of the journalists was talking on air to a doctor, and the doctor said that for the first time they told him to change death certificates and usually they're told to just keep it factual you're not supposed to try kind of come up and guess even if it's the guess is strong so he said that he had someone that died of pneumonia who at that time son had symptoms but hadn't tested positive i think the son may have tested positive later but they told him basically on that birth certificate right that it was a covid thank you death certificate right that it's a covid death so again so it goes back to now if you can remember and i'm, I'm sure uh, Sydney and D, you guys are definitely remember this. You can remember the what was that like, early two thousands, if not late the end of nineties, when we had though that severe heat 
uh, uh, heat uh, during the summertime here, and people were oh, yeah. dying in the mid nineties. Yeah, in the mid nineties. And yeah. but if you, but even then, you have to think like they they were just writing down on a lot of birth certificates. They died from heat stroke because they were at home. Yeah, I'm sure there were some people that that's not why they died. But since that's what people were riding, running with, that's what they ran with. So I'm sure going along with what you're saying, Tony, there are people that are, have been written off as COVID deaths that are people with pre-consistent conditions that may have that may have been dying anyway. I think that's what she was trying to get at. Yeah, like I was reading an article. Uh, they placed, they said this guy died of coronavirus. He he was positive for coronavirus, but he like hit his head and like broke his neck or something. And then they still put it on the corona. The corona that corona make you go crazy. <laughs> you did you read this on Facebook? I hope you didn't read this on Facebook. <laughs> no, no, this is a legit, legit okay. thing. You know the like, sites yeah. you go to, Tony. Yeah. <laughs> Russia dot <laughs> <X. laughs> <laughs> 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 On, on his death certificate, they put coronavirus, and his family's like, "No, he did not die of coronavirus." Yeah, I, I had to talk to so many people. I've I've come across quite a few people, uh, unfortunately, within my family, and it's kind of like, "Did you hear this? I saw this on Facebook." I'm like, "Don't believe that shit." They sending a lot of stuff through Facebook, man. I'm like, I heard five G gives you the coronavirus. Like, how the hell is Signal gonna get your respiratory infection? No. No, I mean it's more to it than that. But it's like, no, that's not true. Don't so, believe it. So it's nothing to the five G towers. Hey, no, no. <laughs> nothing at all. Listen, if anything, you probably gonna get some radiation years, but it ain't giving you the Rona. All right, it ain't giving you the Rona. Here's Listen. a tip. Here's a tip for everybody. Don't walk Dude, around. With those you should put uh, your medical uh, degrees all behind your back. <laughs> I should. I should. Come up on that wall. Well, all right, but listen. Even let's just say like the five G point. Uh, like go back, we let's let's all go back and study what radiation poison looks like. Mm-hmm. You know, like that's a way that I haven't as of right now. I've looked at a lot of different things on the five G conspiracy theory. I can't necessarily say that it's unproven. I mean, Wuhan was one of the first place with what full five G infrastructure in the world, basically. And this was I didn't believe. I remember hearing that months ago. Again, I'm not saying that's what I, I, I believe in. For me to be safe, and I don't trust the government, but I do trust them. I've said this on the show. Capitalists don't just cannonball their motherfucking economies. Right. All right? It, that They don't do that just out of, oh, fuck it. We're just going to do this. It's going to take us years to get this shit back the way it was. I don't believe in that. I think there's something still to it. But, again, I look at them all. Some of them, I'm like, come on, y'all. But still... I still look at them because we, sometimes we forget that this government, especially people that look like us, has ver- done very little to help us and done a lot to hurt us. And this is hurting us. And to act like, oh, well, it can't be them. They love us. But I, I always watch that. This is the same with me. Yeah, I'm always yeah. leery of that. Yeah, you should, always be having, you should always have a healthy dose of skepticism. That's not what I'm saying. But just think about it. There's a lot of places around the world that don't have 5G and damn near the coronavirus is everywhere around the world. So this is not... 5G has nothing to do with the coronavirus. It, it doesn't. But, but still, this, but then but when still you have say, a healthy see the, dose. But see the problem, brother, brother, when you're talking about the vibrations. Oh, see, you got to understand the world is vibrating at a rate that it has never vibrated at. You, actually, you, it's, it's decreased. You, the vibration you, has decreased. But listen what I'm trying to tell you, brother. That's your problem. You don't listen brother. enough. Listen, you act like 5G, just stay in one place. Are you hearing me or are you listening to me? So wait, wait, can you get a phone call from Okasaka right now? Brother, that mean the 5G came from Okasaka to your house. You, hear you got it. to understand that. You got to break to it me. down on different parallels when you breaking things down. Don't believe that Facebook shit. 
in that collection plate. <laughs> don't believe. Who's, don't uh, believe. who's, who's that dude? Doctor um, that be on Breakfast Club. No, no, no. Be on the Breakfast Club all the time. That be trying to get money for his school. Oh, you talking about Umar, oh, uh, Umar yeah. Johnson? Umar, yeah. yeah. <laughs> those, yeah. Memes, those memes kill me every time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was like, the Rona, the first thing you should have known is called Rona. <laughs> oh, real quick. So Grace came down to me yesterday, and she was like, uh, Dad, so, uh, you know, up in Entangled, Rapunzel hair is... Is it cures people, and you know that's good because she comes from the she comes from the kingdom of Corona, you know, coronavirus, Corona. I'm like, mm. what, Grace? Dropped, what are you talking about? Jewels on your ass. <laughs> your old ass won't listen to that child. The child is supposed to lead you. She trying to educate your ass. I'm like, I'm like, what are you talking about? I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, you know, they come. She come from the kingdom of Corona, coronavirus. I'm like. Grace, what are you like? What did you see? Hey, do, me, do, do, us a, do us a favor real quick. What's up? Call Grace, give her your headset and leave the show. <laughs> we only need real. We only need real ones on this motherfucker. <laughs> wait, wait, Grace, wait. Grace, breaking it down. She came from the land of Corona. This is why the 5G is killing us. So, so I'm like, Grace, like, what are you hitting from? Like, I watched it on the She come from Corona. Like the sun, the sun itself, it looked like the coronavirus. So I'm like, hold on. So I'm like, I've seen It's the Corona here. around the sun. <laughs> it's the glare around the sun. It's, it's the glare around it. It's Corona. It's corona. So I looked it up on, I've looked it up. And not like, the virus. Let me put that virus. out there real quick, but not, not the, the virus. virus. Like the sun is doing the corona. Go ahead. Yeah, sorry, so, go ahead. so I looked it up and I'm like, I'm looking it up on like the wiki page for just, it's, it's an information and whatever like that for the movie. And I typed in Corona. So I'm like, wait the fuck? I'm like, sure enough, pops up Corona. I'm like, Holy shit. She's like, see, I told you, Dad, the kingdom of Corona, coronavirus. I'm like, Grace, that is not the same. Then I show her a picture of the image of what the coronavirus looks like. I was like, that's what the coronavirus looks like. She looked at it, she's like, okay, no, no, I ain't got nothing to do with the sun. But still, she come from Corona. I'm like, all right, Gracie, come on, get out of here. So I'm like, we got a little, got a little conspiracy theory. She always pulls this shit. She like, hey, Dad, did you know that this character, and this character was in Frozen, sitting next to, uh, sitting next to, um, uh, what's the what's uh what's the one of the frozen princess? Whatever the fuck the princess names. And I'm like, Grace, what are you talking hey. about? She brings oh. me, she brings me the tablet. It's like, see, right there. There's such and such and such and such. I'm like, holy shit. Real talk though. So I watched Frozen for the first time like a week, week and a half ago. Part one or part two? Part one. I haven't seen it. You ain't missing nothing. The first one's better than the second one. That's what I think. So that means you really ain't missing. The first one is, I thought, and people said this in general because I was talking to Afton. She was like, yeah. And she watched it. She said, I never understood kind of what the hype was. And I felt that from the outside. The best thing about that song, I mean, that movie is when old girl be like, I've never been afraid of the cold in the song because it's, it's kind of haunting. But outside of that, that movie is it's mid. That's a mid Disney movie right there. Listen, I think that was like the top grossing it is. movie of all it is. time. And that's sad because this stuff is better than that. Dude, Grace played the shit out of that movie when she was about three. She was playing in my PlayStation. She put that DVD in my PlayStation, my PlayStation 3, froze that motherfucker too. Mm. So she wore she wore that she wore that movie out. She loved it. She loved part two. So man, it's for kids, you know. It's for kids. Yeah, we're gonna end up watching part two, but I'm like, you can slow down on that. We took, we took the movies in that. I felt I felt that shit. Good, good, good. Get some rest. All right. Who was better than the first one? You say what? Frozen two was better than the first Frozen. First of all, whoa, 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 whoa. let's run this back real quick. Hot, Howdy. Take, hot Howdy. takes, hot takes right here. Hot boy, take, Tony. Strikes again. Boy, boy, boy. Wait, tell me, let's investigate this for a second. <laughs> How do you? Uh, twenty. 
28? You're 28 now? No, no, you're 27. I thought you were 27. You're 27. You don't know how old you you the point I'm trying to make is how many kids are in your family right now? Uh none. So how the hell are you watching Frozen one and two? Yeah, this well, is one. Well, one Frozen. Uh, people were saying it's like the greatest Pixar. So you, you checked know, it out. Ever created? I had to check it out. Like, okay. People say it's better than Toy Story. You okay. It's better than that. Which is disrespectful. Which is disrespectful. Yeah. Total. Truth. And I was I was very severely disappointed. But my <laughs> and then you came back for two. My sister <laughs> said Frozen Two actually tells a story. I was like, Frozen don't even tell a story. And she was like, no, Frozen 2 actually tells the story and stuff like that. So I was like, all right, I already okay. know what happened in Frozen 1, so let me just check out Frozen 2. And you like uh, better than Frozen 1. I, when's the last time I've talked to you, like two months, and you're out here watching Frozen 2? Hey, man, he yeah. had to do his research. There ain't no research on that BS. <laughs> <laughs> all right. In, recent, in a recent interview with Another Man magazine, Jake Gyllenhaal, who starred opposite Heath Ledger, and Ann Lee's film, and that's just Brokeback Mountain, said that the late actor refused to present at the 07 Academy Awards over a joke involving their character's romantic relationship. This is what Jill Hall had to say. I mean, I remember they wanted us to do an opening uh, for the Academy Awards that year that was sort of joking about it. And he refused, he explained. I was sort of at the time like, oh, okay, whatever. I'm always like that. It's all good and fun. And Heath was like, it's not a joke to me. I don't want to make it a joke. Someone wanted to make it a joke, a story or whatever. And he's like, no, this is about love. Like, it's, it's, man, like, no. So it's good to know that Heath Ledger would not partake in some of the jokes that probably a lot of us other dudes will, would have, especially worrying about people thinking about our heterosexuality or questioning of it, uh, that he took that. I mean, I, 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 with full disclosure, I've seen bits of Brokeback Mountain. I've never watched it. I've never seen it all the way through either. Yeah, I've never watched it. It's, I don't like romantic stories with men and women. So I'm definitely not Mom pulling comes. up. Yeah, I'm not pulling up for the dude, the, the, the cowboy on cowboy. <laughs> I'm sorry, I couldn't go. Ken's laughing. Ken's laughing. Oh, Nobody legend. else is laughing. Listen, don't hate me from the high heavens. Uh, no, but again, it's just it wasn't my it wasn't my bag. I'm not, I don't listen. I haven't seen the Notebook. Like any of you run go run through the oh, last six. I seen, made me watch that soon. I haven't seen <laughs> a real listen. I haven't watched a real romantic movie since I forget who was in it, but it was like him and his wife were at different points in time. I forget what this means. Came out like time 50. traveler's wife. Yeah, it was like they, they weren't really. I don't know if it was if you could quote unquote say time the travel. The Lake House. Yeah, the Lake House. Oh, actually, that movie I believe was terrible. I believe Lake House may have been the last romantic film, I, and I probably seen some in the past and just don't remember, but. I'm just not for it. And again, I should. I'm telling myself since this, this virus, like the things that I kind of don't pay attention to, I need to start paying more attention to mm-hmm. and watching things that are kind of outside of my own box that I've built over the last years. Because coming up, I, but coming up, I would have probably watched Brokeback Mountain. As a kid, I would rent every movie because I wanted contents to fill my mind with. I probably would have rented both Brokeback Mountain, but as an adult, I haven't. But again, I think it's admirable <laughs> that he didn't want to make a joke. Brokeback that was where it was named at the place that they was going, Tony. Why are you trying to make jokes about it? <laughs> and they loved it and stuff like that. See, that's why you... But see... Damn, no, Tony. Motherfuckers like you watching Frozen 2 by yourself and shit. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey if, you, if you ever want to see... A, if you ever want to find any kind of rom-com, just go to Netflix. They got them um, for days. We actually watched one uh, independent one, uh, independent film, a black film uh, called Love.com. Woo, Jesus Christ. I love was it good? Hell no. Ooh. Yeah. Don't, why you putting it up, bro? Huh? 
Why are you bringing it up, bro? You ain't know. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. You know, it wasn't good. That black one. That black one. Boy. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I've seen. But I've seen. But I've seen some good ones though too. I've seen some good ones. So, but no, if you want to find a rom com, just go to Netflix, man. They got them all. They, 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 check this out. They don't go to the theaters anymore, really. They just go straight to Netflix. Even the one with Issa Rae and uh, oh, what's the guy's name? Yeah, the Indian cat. Yeah, theirs was supposed to drop this this summer. In the movie theaters, but it's going straight to Netflix. So Netflix is the home around. I'm waiting for that. I'm waiting for that. I, I want to see that one too. Though. I will be, I will be surprised if movie theaters come back. And like, what if Marvel's like, look, we drop in Black Widow and the rest of our movies this year on. Uh, they not. On they not. They cost too much money to make. They for not. That. <laughs> they and look, I'll even put it like this: if they drop it on Disney Plus, they're gonna do it like ESPN Plus and those pay per view, uh, pay per view fights. Right. Yeah, they're gonna be like, right. you gotta pay extra. You you go right. through the service to get to that. They're not gonna. They're gonna make that money. Think about how much that movies cost, and we already have those subscriptions. All right. I mean, but how much would the I, subscription I, 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 I can I can see that happening. Yeah, I'm, I'm good. I'm, I can see that too. But I'm just saying, like, we got into this thinking, like Disney. Okay, real talk. They kind of got over on us real quick. We got into this thinking that we were gonna get access to stuff. Like, I wanted ESPN Plus because I used to have Insider, and then I hadn't had Insider in a year. And I thought, oh, I'm gonna get Insider back. But then I'm gonna get these fights. Oh, this is oh. And then I said this like a week or two ago. I go to the damn fight page, and it's like, nah, you go through us to get you the pay per view. And I'm like, dude. I could have done this through my cable and been straight, like, relax yourself. So, again, these movies with all these stuff that's come out through Marvel and through Disney, which, to be honest with you, I prefer that if I'm paying this service, when you bring it to cable, I should be able to get or When you put put it out at the, the, the digital copy of it, I should be able to get the digital copy through my listening service. Like, I got to wait longer and I'll pay you monthly. And then, listen, most of the stuff you have on here, I could have watched within two months anyway. Onward uh, was just released on Disney Plus. We watched that a um, couple of days ago. But did you have to pay for it? No, it's all right. It's on Disney Plus. So this is what is happened. It good? Yeah. Uh, it's straight. Yeah, it's, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. That's the, um, the father, half of the father comes back. And yeah, the, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's pretty good. Okay. It's pretty good. So, but, but they did have it. It was in the theaters. But it wasn't, it wasn't in the theaters that long until everything happened, right? So then it did go to, we talked about a few weeks ago, they were charging you $20, $20 to watch the movie. But like that following week or two weeks later, it was on Disney+. Plus. So it didn't take that long to get to Disney+. Plus. And I, like I said, it just waited. It's but, probably because it's just not that good. Like, it was it pretty good. I like, got you, pretty just, good you just said it was all right. No, it was pretty good. It was it's pretty good. good Okay. Yeah, it was pretty good. Yeah, it ain't great. It ain't by no, ain't just like no old school Jungle Book or nothing like that yeah. or Lion King. It ain't What's the that. difference between great and pretty good? Is the Jungle Book really that great? Oh, I love the Jungle Book. The old one? It's my favorite. Mm-hmm. It's my favorite one. Yeah, I don't know about all that. Yeah, it's my favorite one. Yeah, it's not mine. We had this discussion. We had this discussion. Jungle, about book, our is, Jungle book is mid. What? Not at all. Not at all. If it was Sarah Khan, that thing would be garbage. Facts. And and what, and, and, I, I, don't know if I, I don't know if I ever seen Jungle Book straight through. Ooh. Original cartoon? I love the hot take. Yeah. I don't believe I don't believe I love that. I love the hot take. Jungle Book is the shit. Jungle Book is the shit. Somebody until that lightning hits the, the meadow and all that fire starts coming, I'm like, man, can we get to that part? The elephants, uh uh Baloo, all those Listen, guys. Man, come on, Baloo. Do you want a real hot take? What's that? The Fox and the Hound was better than uh, the Jungle Bullshit. Bullshit. Fox <laughs> and the Hound is a hard watch, though. That thing. You know what? I'm going rena- to rename your ass just to fucking, I don't know. Let me think of something to rename your ass right now. <laughs> <laughs> Hot takes. 
Yeah. Hot take Tony. Hot take Tony. <laughs> where is child services at when it comes to Mobley? And then yeah, it's like a nineteen fucking thirty India. They got no damn child services. And then, and then I need to know in India, do they have bears in their jungles? Because that's always stood out to me. Like I haven't yeah, heard I too many. Do. I haven't I heard too many too. jungle bears. Again, I'm from I'm from North America. All right, yeah, we think they do. Cause I feel like they just took this black bear, so we got to bring some somebody with some rhythm up in here. <laughs> Dropped his ass right up in there. And he was, what do we do? So <laughs> like, when did Roblox make it to the Jungle Book in this bad boy? <laughs> All right, uh, listen. Yeah, they do have bears over there. They do. A man was actually mauled uh, a couple of years ago. I can have a picture of his face if you want to see it. All right, no. All right, listen. We got. Let's run through this. Let's run through this. Cause this was actually something that's important. Okay. National Academies of Science and Engineering and Medicine, they've said that in effect, don't get hopes up that after reviewing the variety of research reports, a panel concluded that studies of a variety of varying quality have evidence that do not offer a basis to believe that the summer weather will interfere with the spread of coronavirus. Then pandemic may lessen because of social distancing and other measures. But the evidence so far uh, does not inspire confidence in the benefits of sun and humidity. Kristen Anderson, an uh, immunologist at Scripps a Research Trans, uh, Translational Institute in California, a member of the Standing Committee on Emerging Infectious Disease and the 21st Century Health Threats in National Academics, Academies, rather, said that given current data, we believe that the pandemic will uh, not diminish because of the summer and that we should be careful not to base policies and strategies around that hope that it will. I would think Bummer. that's kind of like common sense, though, because you have, I mean, this pandemic is probably going to spread down to South America. Uh, they're, they're coming out of their, no, they're going into their winter? Yeah, we're going into our summer, they're going into their winter, right? Yeah, yeah. And, and definitely you have like a flu season. This is when it eventually, um, Jesus Christ, good God, good God. Corona. I don't even know if I should take these out. Leave know. them in. Leave them in. This is social in. distancing. I'm not near any of you. This is the point. <laughs> so as I was saying, this Ken was uh, Lord knows with uh, talking about uh, pneumonia. But D, I can't pneumonia. hear you over the ruffling of tissue. Can you say that again, please? <laughs> so, but they're going into their flu. They're going to their flu season. But there is that's a hot climate. You know, it's the, the, the weather down there is always hot, just, just about. You know what I'm saying? So I don't understand why people thought, like, especially President Dum Dum, oh, well, you know, when it gets warm outside, it's just going to disappear because the sun is out. Like, no, that's Well, they were going after how the flu works. But they were going after how the flu usually works. But and they were hoping. To, yeah, they were, yeah, that's they were yeah, going off of. Yeah, hope. Hope ain't got nothing to do with the fucking virus. The virus is not gonna, anymore. Yeah. All right, let's run it. Let's run it. Let's run it. All right, uh, Chinese Agriculture Ministry has reclassified dogs, which previously deemed as livestock, as pets in response to coronavirus pandemic. I, this one is oh. this is a one hot, animal at a time. This baby. is a hot Ryan take right here. On I, this, I said, I said <laughs> Ryan is going to China right here. As far as dogs are concerned, along with the progress of human civilization and public concern and love for animals protection, dogs have been specialized to become companion animals and internationally are considered to uh, considered not to be livestock, and therefore we will. Uh, not be relegated as livestock in China, the Ministry of Agriculture said in guidelines published on Wednesday. The root coronavirus is thought to have originated in bats that, that then affected wild animals that were sold in so-called wet markets in Wuhan, where the outbreak began. Yeah, on, on National Pets Day, this article, they're good, we're talking about this. No, it, it, I'm happy that they did that. And now you did see a couple of cases, I think here in America, where the virus was spreading to... Yeah, uh, cat, tiger... And, Tiger, tiger get it? A tiger got yeah, it? a tiger got it. And, and it was coming out that people dogs were catching in as well. 
Yeah, but they I, were in China too. But still, so far, they, pets can't tra- animals can't trans- uh, transmit it to us, right? I thought that that's part what I didn't hear. I didn't. As far, but no, no, no. Now again, I'm not talking about if you're eating their flesh, but as far right. as you come in contact with, like, if I have a dog and he has right. coronavirus, I don't believe for what science has said that that dog can transfer it to me. But again, I'm a black man, and I won't be putting my mouth on that dog's face. But dogs sneeze and stuff. Like Cookie, she should sneeze. And then you smack them. Damn. Smack them. I'm joking. I'm joking. What are you doing? <laughs> you want to teach that dog not to, I see. You want to teach that dog not to spread that rona, right? You better discipline that dog properly. All right. Come on. We got to keep running. Keep UFC, going. Your UFC 249 will not proceed uh. on April 18th, despite the UFC president's uh, Dana White's efforts to move forward with the pay-per-view. All of UFC's events have been postponed and definitely due to the coronavirus pandemic. Uh, today, we call from the highest levels you can. This is what uh, ESPN said. This is what Dan White had to say about ESPN. And the powers that be asked me to stand down and not to have the event, White told ESPN. Uh, in a statement, ESPN said, it, it has happened. It has been in constant contact with UFC regarding UFC 249. Nobody wants to see sports return more than we do, but we didn't feel that this was the right time for a variety of reasons. ESPN expressed his concern to UFC as they stood, uh, as they stood down, as they understood. Uh, Dana White said that he uh, had secured a location uh, to host a weekly fight. We all know it was at the casino, the, the Tachi Palace Casino Resort in Lemoore, California. That, again, I believe is on um, Indian, I mean, Indian Native, Native American. American land. Yes, yeah, on the reservation. So yeah. Say it properly. It's on the reservation. Uh, but anyway, so he was going to do that, and he was going to have Fight Island, and ESPN finally stepped in and be like, homeboy, slow your F and roll. Mickey Mouse yes. call. Yeah, yeah, yeah like, you go, you're about to get us in too much trouble if people start to think everything's okay because you're trying to go America on every damn thing. Yeah, no. That but he did say, we're going to have Fight Island, and that uh, reservation is going to get a big fight, supposedly. He did, and listen, I still love the name Fight Island, like... There has to be some fights on that island. I don't care if it's... He the, says it's happening. I don't he care if it's, it's, happening. it's petty fights or whatever, but it has to take place. Last one. The estranged wife of a NASA, NASA astronaut who claimed her spouse improperly, uh, improperly accessed her bank account from space has been indicted on charges of lying to federal authorities. Some award in 44 who claimed to have been, uh, have possibly been the first accusation of a crime committed in space, made false statements to NASA office to the inspector general and the federal trade commission, according to a statement by U.S. attorney Ryan Patrick, a federal jury in uh, Houston returned the two count indictment uh, late Friday, but it was unsealed Monday. Wooden Mary Ann uh, McLean, a decorated astronaut who was once set to be part of NASA's first all-female spacewalk in 2014 and filed for divorce in 2018. In 2019, Wooden filed a complaint by the Federal Trade Commission claiming McLean had stolen her identity while on a six-month mission aboard the International Space Station. <laughs> Although she saw no signs of anyone had moved or used funds in the account, the New York Times reported, Wooden's parents brought a separate complaint against the NASA office inspector to describe a highly calculated and manipulative campaign decided to win custody of the couple's daughter. So, yeah. He's These two a, ladies. Still a space, space crime. Space yeah. crime. Listen, man, if she didn't have like some dark mask on while she was doing this, alleged space crime is not true space crime. If you don't have a something. child is mine. <laughs> 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 some <type> of, <laughs> Give me your money. You'll have something to that effect. It's not an official space crime. I, well, I would think because you go to international waters, there's no laws. I'm guessing if you go out of space and commit a crime, there's no laws either, right? Does it depend on what country you're, you're on top, you're flying on top of, or who owns that space station? Right. I was going to say, who owns mm. the space station? <laughs> so, so we all going to now go out there and start committing crimes from space. Mm. But again, that is not the first crime committed by space. So for everybody that's scamming out there, there's still a 
chance to be the first person to officially commit a crime from space. Do you take us out? All right. Hey, thank you everybody for uh, watching us and listening to us. Uh, definitely follow us on D and Dave on, on Twitter and IG at D and David Show. Once again, it's at D and David Show. Simply search for all of our, uh, the podcasts, and definitely you can watch us on YouTube. Simply search for D and David Show. We pop up on just about every podcast. Click on the bio link. Take you to everywhere that we're at. Uh, I'm on Twitter, Demons One. Uh, Ryan's on Twitter at Ryan B Ski. Got Ken down there at That's Davis. Tony Gill, thank you for hopping in with us. Make sure everybody, you are tuned to all the podcasts that Tony's working on down there at NBC Sports Chicago at that Tony Gill and See a Kid 80. All right. We'll be back with Dan Davis, the show, the sports show. We're going to start doing interviews again. Hopefully, Tony will bring his ass around a little bit more since he's stuck at home not doing anything. Please don't do anything <laughs> stupid. And please take care of everybody, not just yourself with this pandemic out there. We'll talk to you later. We gone. Keep your hands to yourself. The flip.